if you're watching on hello, YouTube hello. or Spotify, you're seeing a clip okay? of my awesome. next guest, Avery Jordan, on Macy Santaland website. Control. Welcome to Santa Land. I'm Eve the Elf. I'll be your guide today, and I can't wait to show you around. Good people, good people. What's happening? It is your boy, Jay Snipes, a.k.a. the podcaster of the people. Welcome back to another episode of Generation Motivation, the podcast. Thank you. Thank you so much for tuning in each and every week. Thank you for um, all the love, support, and, uh, you know, continuing to share. And, um, you know, without uh, taking up a lot of time, I want to jump right into this interview. I have a young lady by the name of Avery Jordan with me. Avery is a super, super talented young lady, um, 16 years old, budding actress. Um, not only does she do, you know, acting in the sense of, uh, you know, commercials and, and things of that nature, she can sing, she got, you know, she got the vocals going. Um, she's also a voice talent as well. Am I right? Yes. Yes. Avery <laughs> Jordan, welcome to Generation Motivation, the podcast. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited. Yeah. Um, you know, it's funny because um, before I started recording, I, uh, I'm going to, you know, let the fans know a little bit about, you know, what, what goes on behind the scenes. Avery was, uh, you know, gracious enough to talk to my, my daughter, my 12 year old daughter, who was also looking to, you know, maybe get a foothold in, in, uh, into acting one day. And so she was uh, gracious enough to give some tips and some pointers and, you know, I, I was telling Avery, that's, that's awesome for her to, you know, have someone that is not necessarily too far away in age, but the fact that Avery has already, you know, started her acting career, um, I'm going to say show business, I'm not even going to say acting, I'm going to say show business, <laughs> career. you know what I'm saying, we're going we're gonna to make it yeah. show business career, right. um, I, think, I think that's really dope that you took the time out to do that, so I definitely appreciate you for that. Thank you. I love doing that. I love helping young people. Young people. <laughs> you're old veteran now, young people. <laughs> so you're so you're out of the young people category, right? So now I guess young people. <laughs> okay. Got it. So so yeah. like I said, hey, um, you know, just kind of introduce yourself and 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 you know, uh let let the fans know a little bit about yourself and then we'll kind of, you know, start to pick your brain a little bit. Okay. <laughs> well, hello everyone. My name is Avery Jordan. I'm 16 years old and I started dancing when I was like four years old. Okay. And then I didn't get into acting and singing until I was around maybe nine or 10. Um, one of my best friends had been like a musical theater girl for her whole life. And my parents had always asked me, oh, do you want to maybe try out for a play or something? And I was always like, nah, I'll stick with dance. And then at one point I was like, you know what? I just want to try it. Yeah. So um, I joined like a local theater company in my town. And then from then on, I've just kind of been singing, acting, dancing, trying to be a, a triple threat. Okay. Okay. So let me ask you that. So let me piggyback off of, of one of your statements. So when you said um, dancing, so was it like formal dancing in terms of like ballet and, um, you know, the whole nine? Yeah. Okay. So I actually started in hip hop. Um, oh. 
because at my school, um, we had like an after school club and that's where I met this guy. His name is Derek. He was my first ever hip hop dance teacher. Okay. And I danced with him until I was, I mean, I actually assistant choreographed with him um, as I got older because we formed such a close bond. But I started off with hip hop with him. And then as I got a little bit older, then people started telling me, oh, like in order to be a super well-rounded dancer, you need to maybe take some more formal like classical dance, like ballet. Okay. So then um, I went into ballet and then I was actually on a competitive dance team for a while. Okay. And when I was dancing at that studio, I did jazz, tap, ballet, acro. Like I was doing all of the styles. So now um, I try to integrate myself throughout just so that I don't lose skills in right. certain ones. But I started in hip hop. Actually. In hip hop, okay. Yeah. Uh, you know, uh, I, I don't even know if I should ask this question. Who is your favorite hip hop artist? Oh, this is not, <laughs> I'm scared. Um, okay, well, can I just say my favorite, my favorite, <laughs> wait, can I say my favorite rapper at the moment? Okay. One of my favorite people to dance to. Okay. Just to is go. Drake. Okay. And I know people have differing opinions, but I think, I mean, I just like Drake. Like I like how he raps and sings or whatever he does, but I also love whoever does the beats for his music. Right. Because every time you hear one, I'm just like, I'm like all over the place. I'm always like, I just right. want to dance. His boy, so, 40, his boy 40 does it. Yeah, I don't really know if that counts as an answer, but that'll, <laughs> that'll no, be my Hey, don't, don't. Hey, don't shy away from Drake. Drake, hey, Drake is, is uh, you know, is out there making uh, multi-millions. So I know it's a lot of people that hate on Drake, but you know what I'm yeah. saying? Drake is in his own lane. So, yeah. you know, yeah. um, I, you know, I'm, I'm a oh, hip hop head. So I, I was just wondering, I know, uh, just trying to figure out what the, what the young people are listening yeah. to these days, what they like. So, okay. Um, that's cool. So we can, we can bypass that subject. Um, <laughs> all right. So, all right, cool. So you were, you were immersed in, in dancing and then all of a sudden you wanted to take it up a notch. So then you started to like, were you always into singing as well? Like, was it singing and dancing or did you just kind of find your voice after, you know, being on stage a little bit and say, Hey, you know, what? I, I think I can do, you know, this as well. Yeah. I, I mean, for me, it was mostly just dance. I mean, I would sing like around my house and stuff, but okay. I was never like, oh, I want to be a singer. Like it was always, it was always dance. And it wasn't like, oh, I want to be a dancer when I grow up. It was just like, oh, I go to dance every day of the week just because I find it fun. Right. Um, but I did, I remember my first singing lesson. It was actually in my dance studio because they had like singing voice lessons there too. Okay. Um, and I took one, I sang a song from Annie. That was, <laughs> was the first oh, ever song class. I learned. Um. <laughs> And then I don't know if it was then that I was like, oh, wow, I, I must like singing too. But I did take a class at my dance studio that was called Song and Dance. And so it was song and it was dance and singing at the same time. Right. And so I think 
maybe there was where I found my love for theater in general. Because obviously, like, when you dance and when you sing, you also have to act in both. So the acting kind of just came somewhere in the middle. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think, I think it was, it was definitely dance and then singing. And then I was like, oh, wow, maybe, maybe doing these together would be even more fun than just them on their own, you know? Right. So did, uh, did you have friends and, or like maybe your, your, your family that say, Hey, you know, you, I love your voice. You, you have talent there as well. Cause obviously singing and dancing, I mean, granted it's the, you know, it's the arts together, but hey, it's some people out there that can blow that can't dance. And there's some people out there that can, that can, you know, can dance that can't blow, you know? So I just, did they say, wow, you, you know what I'm saying? I, I hear, I hear the talent there. We just need to, it's raw. We just need to, you know, kind of mold it a little bit or was it something that you push for? Um, I think it was a good mixture of both. Okay. A lot of my friends back when I was younger and still now are, a lot of us are performers. Okay. Um, and so just to be surrounded by people who also are pushing themselves to be the best performers they can be, they, yes. it also helps to be around them. So my best friend a while ago, who's still my best friend now, yeah. um, back when I was getting started, she was the one who started before me in musical theater and so I think I mean we we're best friends so we talk to each other about everything we do everything together and so I feel like she's one of the reasons why I got so into it and also my parents my parents are have always been super supportive and I know that they were definitely like just they wanted me to do something that made me happy and so and they realized that I had talent so I think that they definitely I mean, they weren't like, oh, you have to be this, you have to be that. But I think they definitely encouraged me if I was ever feeling like I wasn't good enough or anything like that. Okay. It's important though. I, I, and, you know, and that's, that's definitely something I wanted to touch on too. Like you said, um, you know, having friends that, that also have aspirations, um, you know, friends that have goals, it's, it's something about, being able to run in that type of circle and that type of pack where it's like, come on, girl, you got it. Avery, come on, come on. You know what I'm saying? Like they, because they've been there, they, they know the ups and downs. They know, you know, you know, being able to cross that finish line and achieve something and also fall short and fail, but not allowing that to stop you. And for you to be able to see them do it and they see you do it and y'all both kind of, you know, pick each other up and pat each other on the back. I think that's cool. That's that's definitely important because a lot of times, especially, um, I, I was gonna say for 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 younger uh, the younger generation, but I'm, it, you know what? It, it's across the board, younger, older. Um, a lot of times, you know, there are people that genuinely want to see you succeed, and there are people that sometimes are close to you that you think will be in your corner, but a lot of times, man, they they feel like ah, you know, if Avery, if Avery gets too far away from me, you know, she's going to outgrow me or, you know what I'm saying? So it's, it's tough because you, you, you want to, you always want to succeed and, and have success. And, you know, you sometimes, you know, everyone's not going to be on that same journey with you, unfortunately, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. um, have, have you kind of 
felt that way a little bit? I mean, I know your your career's, you know, kind of just taking off now, but have you felt that way? Yeah, it's definitely something that I've had to learn over the years, being in so many different like circumstances with a lot of people who all like want the same thing. Like for auditioning, I audition constantly. And obviously there's gonna be so much competition. Like right now in school, I'm auditioning for our like big spring musical. And our teacher was even talking about it today. He was like, I go to a school where I'm majoring in musical theater. So I have musical theater classes like during the day, like mixed in with my like math, history, whatever, those classes. Um, And so my grade is a group of like, we're 11 or 12 girls. So we're super, it's super tight. And so we all sat in a circle today in class and he was like, I know that auditions can get super competitive, but I need you guys not to lose that like family bond you have. He was like, you you can recognize that obviously all of you are going for the same roles because I mean, that's just how it works. You like, you chose to be here. You chose to audition. You want to be in the show. That's why you're in this major. And it's only going to get harder when you get like, obviously this is a high school play, but when you get out of school, it gets even more complicated. But he was, I need you not to forget that. First of all, it's not that big of a deal. Like it's not going to be life or death. And also you guys need to help. You need to find ways to build each other up instead of hating on other people because you are you're all going for the same role but you wouldn't want someone hating on you so why would you do it to someone else that, hey, it's definitely something that i've had to learn how right. to do right wise words hey you know what and he's probably seen it i don't know how long he's been teaching there but i'm sure he's seen you know <laughs> a lot probably during yeah. his tenure you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? so you know sometimes that ambition can destroy friendships and family relationships and all kinds of stuff you know yeah so but you have to have thick skin and know what your purpose is first mm-hmm. and, first and foremost you have to know who you are you have to know what your purpose well I guess the search for purpose is always an ongoing thing you know what I'm saying but I, I feel like um if you know who you are and believe in yourself and you know stick to that path I, I feel like regardless of you know the failures or the successes, you know, you're able to stay even keel. You know what I'm saying? Don't, yeah, definitely. Yeah, don't don't allow. Okay, I got this role to you know, or if I didn't get this role to define you know who you are. And this, and I'm not just saying this for Avery. I'm saying this for anyone that's you know watching the podcast. I think that's important. A lot of times, especially with the social media era, you know, we want you know instant gratification. We put up a picture and you don't have enough people liking it within a certain amount of time. Like, okay, what did I do with this? What did I do wrong in this picture? You know what I'm saying? It's just like, and that's, that's tough, you know, yeah. um, to kind of grow up in that particular uh, situation. But um, mm-hmm. let's talk about kids bop though. So a major, I was telling Avery, you know, back in the day, I, I used to manage a, a music store years and years ago. And um and I was like, man, Kids Bop, huge, that was huge. Kids Bop was huge, a huge franchise. So mm-hmm. how, how did you 
manage to, you know, find yourself uh, partaking in kids' bop? Yeah, so I don't even know what year this was. I was maybe 12. Okay. I, that's like, <laughs> my guess, 11, 12, 13, somewhere in that. Only like four or five years ago. Like you, you, you putting it like it's way, way back when. Now, when I managed the music store, that was way, way back when. So, yeah. but you. Uh, I sent in an audition tape where I basically had to dance. I had to sing. I had to talk about myself for a few minutes. Um, and they got back to me and they were like, oh, well, we want to hire you to be a swing for our national tour. And I said, what? Because I didn't know that they had a tour. Yeah. And at the time, I didn't know what a swing was either. Um, and so, well, prior to that, I, they flew me out to LA so that I could audition in person after I sent out my, like my video audition tape, then right. they flew me out where I auditioned in person for them. And then they chose me to be the swing, which basically meant that I kind of moved to California for like a year, but it was like back and forth. So okay. I would fly to California with like one of my parents or my grandma and I would go into the studio with this one other boy we both got hired for this and we would spend I don't know like eight hour days in the studio just in the this is in the dance studio yeah. um dancing learning their whole tour choreography um learning all the songs everything just the two of us um basically a swing is like if someone there were four eight kids some amount of kids on the tour but if one of them was sick or got injured then we would have to fly to wherever they were touring at the moment and then join in on the performance so i had to learn both of the girl tracks because there were two girls in the performance so i had to learn both of them kind of like um, a, which was like, really a, fun. like an understudy yeah well, okay okay cool yeah. so okay. i had to learn all of that it was really fun, very tiring. I remember the first week I was like, we had to do so much like strength and conditioning work that I had never done before. It was really difficult, but it was fun. But one day we were rehearsing and my friend and I, we were just like singing just for fun. And one of the choreographers goes, wait, Avery, can you sing that again? And so I sang what I was singing again. Right. And she was like, wow. And then she like took a video of it and then uploaded it to her Instagram story. I felt so cool. <laughs> and then a few days later, I get an email, I guess, from like the director of Kids Bop. Yeah. And she was like, would you be able to like stay in LA and come and record on our album? That wasn't part of the deal at first. It right. was just going to be like the understudy for the tour. Right. And then I was like, of course, like, of course I will. And so I probably went home for a little bit. I went back and forth for so long. There were a lot of like red eye flights overnight straight into school. It was, mm. it was brutal, but wow. I was having the time of my life. I love California. And so I went back to California and I got to record on Kids Bop 39, where I'm on basically most of the songs right which was a blast i've never recorded in a studio before so that was my first experience and it was so fun i'm so glad that i got to do that it was great and yeah. then i got to perform 
on the tour in Legoland in Florida. So oh. that was really nice too. Hey, that's that's major though. That's major. Any stage fright? Like, do 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 you have you ever had? I'm well. Let me. I don't. I want to say have. Have you ever had stage fright? But, um. Yeah, I get what you're saying. I. So my thing is, I get pretty nervous before I go on stage. Like, I'm always like trying to review things in my head, and like I'm doing like deep breathing backstage and like stretching because I'm so nervous. But then it's always been like this for me. Like as soon as I step out onto the stage, then it's like, I'm not nervous anymore. Like it's so weird, but it happens to me with everything. Like, especially for the kids bop thing. I was, I was really nervous for that because I mean, we had never really rehearsed it on a stage. Cause I was just rehearsing with one other kid in a dance studio, like, right. and having to put it on a stage and there, we have like ear pieces, like it wasn't just mics, it was like the pieces go into your ear and then the our choreographer would like speak into our ear, like Avery, move to the left, like stuff like that while we were singing and dancing at the same time oh. for an hour long, hour and a half long show. Right. And so it, that was like really terrifying because I was like this, I've never practiced with this before. Right. Um, so I was really nervous, but it's, it was the same thing. I got out on the stage and then I was totally fine. Yeah. I, I feel completely fine once I once I get out there. So basically, you just kind of find your comfort zone, more, more or less. You know, like, hey, I mean, I guess you're at home, you're a natural performer, and, um, you know, you're at home on the stage, you know? Yeah. So what, um, what are some aspirations? We, I mean... I'm gonna ask that question about aspirations, and then I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna come back around to some of the other projects that you worked on, which was a, a major one that's actually ongoing right now. But what what are some of your aspirations, though? So I have some like pretty far fetched ones, and then I have some goals that I have like that I want to complete soon. Okay. Uh, but within my like acting career. One of my biggest aspirations goals is to be in a Hallmark movie. I am, I really want to be in one. Okay. Like this is my, this is my like biggest thing ever. Okay. I love Christmas. Okay. I love Hallmark movies, even though they're a little, I mean, they're all kind of the same thing, just like over again, but I, I Okay. Like my grandma and I watch them all the time. We'll go on like Hallmark marathons, but that's that's one big one. I really want to be in a Hallmark movie, but that that's oh my goodness, that will have to wait okay. until I get older. I, um, they don't have kids in Hallmark. I mean, they have well, kids. I mean, not kids, younger adults. I'm gonna say younger adults for you. They do, but usually they're not playing like the main. Okay. People. Like I want to play like the main love interest in the. <laughs> I, that okay. would be my biggest thing. Gotcha. Um, and then some of my smaller ones for like things I want to accomplish kind of soon. Mm -hmm. Um, I really want to and kind of need to learn how to read music. I I can read it like a little, but not as much as I would like to, especially for if I. I want to major in musical theater in college. Okay. And so 
I'm very lucky now that if I ever have to learn sheet music for an audition or something, I can just go to my vocal coach mm -hmm. um, and we can work through it together and he can like play out all the notes for me. But when I'm in college, I'm not really going to be able to do that as easily. And so for musical theater performers, it's really important to know how to read music yourself. So um, but, let me ask you this. When you say like reading music, you mean in terms of like for singing or for playing an instrument? For singing. Okay. But I, but also what comes along with that is also like learning how to play the piano. That's another one of mine. I can like plunk the keyboard, but it's, <laughs> it's not very good. Yeah. Um, but just to be able to like, if I see a piece of sheet music and I want to know the notes and the rhythms and stuff, I'm pretty good with rhythms, with reading rhythms, but less with the notes, but being able to like see the note and then be able to like press it on the piano, like basic stuff like that right. would be very helpful okay. for musical theater. So sure. the big one is the Hallmark movies. The little one is the sheet music. <laughs> okay. Okay. But hey, that's cool though. You, I mean, you already kind of have, uh, you know, have it set out. At least, you know, you know, certain goals that you're you know, working towards and, and continue to, you know, stay on that path. And you already know if it's something that's knocking you off that path and okay, maybe that's, you know, not a priority at this particular time, you know what I'm saying? So at least you have your goals, you know, set. Um, so let's talk about uh, Macy's. <laughs> talk about the a huge, I, I'll let you break the news on that. So what, 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 what do you and Macy's have going on? So I am actually currently the Macy's elf That's on the Macy's Santa land website. The website is Macy's Santa land at home.com. Okay. And if you go onto the website, my face will pop up as an elf right. um, in the website. My name is Eve the elf. Yes. And I basically just walk you through Santa land. It's like a website for, well, you know how at Macy's in New York, you can like go and take a picture with Santa and that whole thing. Right. It's like that, but for people who might not live in New York or just people who don't want to go all the way to Macy's, right. um, you can just put it on the website. You can take a picture with Santa. You can play games. I like narrate all the games. So you hear my voice saying like, good job, or keep looking for the Christmas magic. Or oh, like wow, that's dope. That, I that's say cool. all um, yeah, so I'm basically just the host of the whole app. And then there are Santas too, who like read stories and stuff. So it's really cool. That's, that's dope. I, I, I know you were, I know you were definitely excited about that. Was it, how how tedious of a process was that for you to um the process was actually pretty smooth except for the fact that this audition that i did was super last minute like they sent me the audition day of i had to learn the the scripts right day of um i recorded I don't know where I had been, probably a rehearsal. And I got home, it was like late at night. And I was like, oh my goodness, I didn't, I didn't memorize the script. And so I put on like a sparkly sweater and I put on this headband with like two little like white, like poofs on the top. I was like, do I look like an elf? Mm -hmm. And then I just, <laughs> I just recorded my audition. 
And then the next day they were like, oh, you're hired. And I was like, whoa, okay. And then they were another email and they were like, okay, so um, at the end of this week, you're going to come in and film. And I was like, wow, this is the fastest anything has ever, everything took place within probably four days, I think. Everything from the auditions to the filming was crazy. Yeah. Um, But it was great. I had a blast. I got there. I was the only like talent on set. Like there, it was just me. I was the only one like behind. I mean, in in front of the camera. Is that okay. how you say it? In, yes. in front of the camera. <laughs> yes. Um, it was great. I had glitter like dumped on my head to <laughs> make me look more like an elf. And then I just sat in front of. I had a teleprompter. So that okay. was great. So right. I didn't have to memorize anything. And I just sat in front of like a a blue screen. And I just recited probably, I don't know, hours worth of lines. Because okay. you have to say so many things. Because, like, if a kid is playing a game and they click the wrong answer, you have to say, oh, no, you picked the wrong answer. But if they click it right, then you have to say, yes. Right. And so like, there's, like, a lot of saying the same line over and over just with a different, like, beginning. Right. There was a lot of that. Um but I had a blast. I got to wear a whole elf uniform. Right. And I had a headset. I had like a red sparkly phone that I had to use. It was great. And then they basically just put like a, I mean, I recorded in front of a blue screen. So then I just got put straight into the app. Right. <laughs> yeah, I, I saw it. And that was, that was a, definitely got to check that out. Definitely got to check that. That's, that's pretty cool. Thank um, you. Yeah. So, so no, no, um, I didn't hear you say anything about Disney. Now I was just thinking about kids bop and you know, you elf and you singing and dancing. So a one day hitting that Disney, you know, arena wouldn't be something. I hope. Yeah. That would be really fun. Yeah. I'm just thinking about, you know, like you said, being a, trying to be a triple threat. I was just thinking about Disney is definitely something that probably would fit within that arena yeah I love Disney I've always loved Disney and I would love to do something with them whether it's singing acting anything honestly well hey I I, you know I definitely uh I believe in your talent I've seen it um and just the energy that you're giving off now and I feel like um and I mean even at such a, a young age you you really have you've mapped out, you know, a path for yourself, which is cool. A lot of times, um, you know, at, at such a young age, I, I, once again, I keep saying young age, but there are adults that don't have paths either. I mean, I mean, and we're always a work in progress, but I think it's cool that you found something that you enjoy and something that you're, you know, uh, continuing to, you know, hone your, your talents and skills towards. So I, I think that's awesome. Um, yeah. So um, I'm winding down. I don't want to take up all your time. I, I know you probably have some auditions and some other things that you got to work on right now. Um, but I normally normally end with two specific questions of everyone I interview. Um, first question being, what do you want your legacy to be? Avery Jordan, you know, a, once it's all said and done and 
you know, your name in the lights, what, what, what do you want your legacy to be? So this question is so hard, but I feel like in my life at this point, I have so much more life to live before I can come up with a super solid answer. Okay. But right now, I want my legacy to be one that inspires other people. I want people, especially young people, especially girls, especially black girls, to realize that they have more potential than they probably think they do. And through me, I guess, I want them to see how important it is to be dedicated to your craft while also enjoying it. Because a lot of times you can get so caught up in trying to be perfect and and trying to be what you think you want to be. But sometimes you kind of have to just take a step back and just let your life play out like how it's supposed to. Um, and not like kick yourself down for things that maybe later in your life you'll look back on them and be like, oh, I wish I would have just enjoyed that. Right. And through me, I also want people to be able to see the importance the importance of diligence and kindness and just being like a good person in general but i feel like i just need to live my life a little little bit more be challenged more be pushed more be tested more and i feel like i'm like now i'm just starting to figure out what my life really means to me so that's going to be my answer for now but who knows it might change in the future Hey, work in progress, all of us, all of us work in progress. So that's, I mean, I think that's a great foundation, um, you know, for, for that, that type of question. Um, mm-hmm. My final question, with it being Generation Motivation, the podcast, how do you feel as though you're motivating your generation and generations to come? So at the moment, mm-hmm. I feel like I personally do a good job in motivating people that I come in contact with, people who come to me to ask me questions, um, people that I can give my input to, and also people that I'm just around daily. Like last night, um, my dad was actually telling me that my little brother, he's nine, Mm -hmm. um, that he was saying, wow, I can't believe Avery was out out of the house so long today doing so many rehearsals and stuff and she comes back and she's still practicing her singing like I don't know how she does it Mm. and I was like wow I never really thought about how even my brother who he's not a musical theater person I mean he likes music and stuff but he's not like a performer at the moment yet who knows what he'll be but I was like wow I can't believe he actually like recognized that like that was really cool and so being able to motivate people without even without even knowing i think is really cool but i hope that i'm able to motivate my generation by helping them understand that like you can accomplish something if you if you really want it and if you really try for it i feel like in order to end up or to be where you want to be you have to be willing to put in the hours and the hard work but in the end, 
it should, you should feel good about yourself and you should feel rewarded when you're getting to do something that you love to do. Right. You know, we, we, we have a couple of minutes. Um, I don't want it to cut us off, but um, I want to first off, thank you for taking the time to share your story, share your experience. And um, like I said, I think it's awesome that you found something that you love to do and that you're willing to sacrifice and put the time in as well as share, you know, this valuable information with everyone. So I, I definitely applaud you. And um, I, you know, I know it's just a matter of time before we, you know, turn on a Hallmark movie and see. <laughs> <laughs> I don't watch a lot of Hallmark movies, but if I know you're in there, I'm definitely going to make sure. I'll let you know if I book one. Yes, please, <laughs> please do, please do. Um, so how can people follow you on your social media platforms? What, what you got? Yeah, so but go ahead. my Instagram is at Avery Jordan official. And that's where I post updates on things. I post clips of different productions, films, whatever I've been in. Um, so that's my like main social media platform. So go follow if you want. <laughs> yes, yes. Um, well, I guess I am going to end it on that note. Any last words, anything else you want to interject? Any? Um, I'll just say one piece of advice that yes. I have. Yes. It, for anyone who is auditioning for anything, just know that you are the solution to the casting director's problem, which means that when you're going into an audition, don't think of it as like, oh, I need to be good just so that they can think I'm good. Go into it thinking, oh, maybe I'm their missing piece of what they need. So maybe I can bring myself into my character, into my song or anything like that. And maybe they'll be like, oh, that's what we were missing. So that's just something that I think about before I go in and audition for anything because it's a way to kind of take some of the pressure off, but also you're thinking about it logically. So I just wanted to say that just in case anyone really needed it. I love that. Exactly. Know your worth and know your value. Yes. They need you just as much as you need them. So, yep. and with that being said, cause I don't want it to cut us off. <laughs> I want to thank Avery for taking the time to, uh, you know, share her story. I want to thank you, the listener and viewer for tuning into another episode of Generation Motivation, the podcast. Continue to use your platform to effect positive change in your community. Until That's next right. week, I'll holler.